So your overall grade was as influenced by the five or six categories of character as they were for the five or six categories of academic uh, subjects. And I'm just aware of how far we have moved away from that in our society, and it's disturbing to me. Welcome to the Fueling Deals Podcast, the podcast that teaches how to accelerate your business growth through all types of deals. It's time to fuel up, so buckle in with your host, Corey Kupfer. There are only two ways to grow your business, organically through sales and marketing and providing great products and services, and inorganically through deals. Too many companies focus only on the first way, organic growth. Welcome to the podcast, which will help accelerate your business growth inorganically. My guests are a huge variety of deal makers and experts on all types of deals who have personal experience that can help you grow, get clear, learn best practices, and avoid mistakes. We discuss everything from large complex mergers and acquisitions to smaller deals that you can do even without significant capital. Today is a solo cast, and I'm going to be talking about character. And you may say, well, this is a deals podcast, Corey. Why are you talking about character? Well, let's see if you can make the link by the end. I think it's pretty clear to me. But uh, what has brought me up thinking about this recently is that there's been just a lot of things, you know, in the news and just in the in the political landscape and, and then even, you know, some other stuff that, you know, I have over time thought about from time to time. And it's sort of all come together to me. Uh, and I wanted to bring it up in this solo cast. So, uh, you know, recently there was this college admission scandal where uh, some a number of parents, including some, you know, actors, actresses, famous people, et cetera, uh, were cheating to get their kids into uh, into college, uh, you know, paying off people, all this stuff. I'm sure most of you listeners have heard about it. And it, you know, got me thinking because, you know, social media, et cetera, there were people who were defending uh, or saying, hey, you know, they were just doing uh, the best they could for their kids. Everybody wants the best for their kids. And it made me think of this conversation of character. I mean, I don't think getting people into your kids into school under false pretenses uh, serves them when it demonstrates a lack of character. Uh, you know, on the flip side, I saw this video recently, and I promise I'm going to bring this back to deals at some point, but I saw this video uh, uh, recently online where a uh, tennis player, it was a clip, you know, where a tennis player, I wish I remembered his name, I can credit him, uh, but uh, the other uh, player served, and the uh, umpire called it out, and the uh, player who was returning the serve uh, said to, the, uh, to, to his opponent, you may want to challenge that, or hey, challenge that, that was in. So basically, you know, even the umpire got the call wrong, and even though it was against his interest, he told his opponent to challenge, and the, and the guy was sort of surprised, and the crowd was laughing, and and uh, and the guy said, "Really?" And he said, "Yeah," and and he challenged it, and, and it turned out the it was in. So this guy, against his own interest, right in a tennis match, uh, did the right thing. And the interesting thing is that, frankly, that should not be a video that even needed to circulate, right? The only reason that circulated, and that I was impressed by it, and other people were impressed by it, is because it often doesn't happen. Right. Even if you see a ball is in in tennis, a lot, you know, a lot of times the players will, will not call it in if the umpire called it out. You know, maybe you think of basketball as well. In basketball, uh, you know, people fake the, you know, they do in soccer as well. They do this all the time in soccer, right? Where, you know, they, they take dives. You know, in basketball, it's, uh, they try to draw an offensive foul by diving. Soccer, they do it all the time. When somebody touches them, they fall down. Um, you know, for me, 
these kind of things have become uh, just part of the landscape and acceptable. We don't question them anymore. In fact, we sort of we sort of laugh. Oh, we say, oh, he drew the charge. Oh, look, he got the penalty. You know, in in, in politics, uh, you know, and and again, I'm not. I'm not looking for this to be a partisan conversation. I don't want to get into, you know, I don't need political comments in the, in the comments of the solo cast, but there's a lot of name calling and nicknames made up for people and, and, and bad things being said about people. And all of this stuff really makes me think of character. And I'm going to bring up one last thing before I relate it to deals. And that is, I remember my father-in-law who's who passed away a couple of years ago, um, maybe about, I don't know, seven, eight years ago when we were uh, moving him out of a house that he lived in for over 40 years because he could no longer, you know, live alone and take care of himself and uh, take care of that big house at least. And um, we were going through, helping him pack up and going through his stuff. And, you know, my father-in-law was born in the 30s. Uh, and we found some of his old report cards, right, from grammar school. Uh, I think it was from the early 40s. And, you know, I think it was grammar school into junior high, whatever, middle school. And um, it was really, really interesting. The, they had two sides to the report card. One was the academic side, which had, you know, reading and math and history and all that kind of stuff. And they had grades there. And then on the other side were an equal number of categories that were all related to character. Right. It was promptness. It was uh, compassion and, and uh, you know, integrity and honesty and, and uh, all, you know, things like that, values like that. And there were grades on that side as well. And when I spoke to my father-in-law about it, he told me that at that time, the character grades were equally weighted with the academic grades. So your overall grade was as influenced by the five or six categories of character as they were for the five or six categories of academic uh, subjects. And I'm just aware of how far we have moved away from that in our society, and it's disturbing to me. Now, when we relate this to business and deals, uh, it shows up like it shows up everywhere else. You know, there are people who do deals with people who they don't respect or don't like because they think it's going to be lucrative. There are uh, times when people don't do, listen, I, I, let me stop talking about people. I'll talk about myself, right? I entered into a business partnership in the past where um, I thought I had done my due diligence. You know, sometimes people don't do enough due diligence. So this conversation of character, first of all, is a due diligence conversation. Right, you do your financial due diligence, you do your legal due diligence, you do your cultural and vision alignment due diligence. You should be doing character due diligence. Now, obviously, that's harder to do than to look at somebody's financials or make sure that they have no lawsuits outstanding, you know, or try to check their references, uh, because you know, in a you know, in a interview quote unquote situation, in a courting situation, uh, people are usually putting on their best behavior. But, you know, you can definitely go around and speak with people who they know and try to find out. I mean, I recorded a, a, a podcast with a guest today where he was talking about how they did some due diligence on a deal. And, that, you know, they found out that five different people said, you know, oh, I would never do business with that person. Sometimes you can find that out. But in my case, I went into a business partnership where the public persona was uh, positive. Uh, the public reputation was positive, at least at that time. And it was only over time that I found, I mean, there were signs early on and then there was probably a, a point at which, you know, I start, I ignored the signs, which is my own fault uh, because there, there was some good business opportunities there. Uh, and because and I tend to 
I, I never want to change this, but I tend to be uh, a very positive and optimistic guy. So sometimes what that does is it causes me to miss reality because I'll look at things with rose colored glasses to some extent, you know, but, but at some point it, it definitely comes through. And ultimately there was a misalignment of character, a misalignment of values, a misalignment as to the way employees should be treated, the way people were valued, the way people were looked at, the way uh, the business should be run, the way clients were treated, the way partners were treated. And that business partnership ended up ending. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I think, um, is so it's not only you know generally in the world right but but i think it affects everything you know what i mean i think new norms get established uh and in business if you let that new norm be that you're willing to do business with people who you're not aligned with you're going to run into problems and in 30 something you know what am i 34 years uh, in my 34th year of legal practice now um all of the deals that i have seen not work come from some sort of disconnect or misalignment. And often it is, you know, sometimes it's just a lack of shared uh, vision and values, right? I mean, sometimes, you know, neither person nor side is bad. Uh, they just, you know, want to go into a different direction, uh, you know, or maybe they didn't do right to the other kind of due diligence, other deal, et cetera. But there are so many cases in which somebody just doesn't turn out to be the person they said they were going to be, or when push comes to shove and there are fundamental business decisions to make on certain things in tough situations, you know, sometimes it doesn't come out until there are tough situations, right? Sometimes when things are good, everything's alive, but then there were tough situations. Certain people may be willing to do things that someone else is not. And I don't mean in the good way. I mean, sometimes it's in the good way, but I mean, in the way of uh, things that don't fit with somebody's uh, morality, alignment, character. Um, I'm, you know, over my business career, I've had so many situations where I could have made choices that in the short run might have benefited me. Um, you know, where people have made offers to me to do things that were not uh, totally above, you know, board or on the edge. And, you know, fortunately, I, I, I feel like I've generally turned those down. Uh, and um, I'm thrilled with them. And so through, through my 30, you know, almost four years of, uh, of practice here, a lot of times I've seen business partnerships break up, uh, other kinds of uh, joint ventures, strategic alliances, things like break up because it turns out that uh, one party does not operate at the same level of integrity and character as the other party. And, you know, whereas we can overlook that here and there, and I'm not saying we should, but you know, sometimes we do, right? I mean, especially when we have a lot invested, you know, uh, whether you call it sunk time, sunk cost, uh, sunk, uh, you know, maybe it's reputational uh, because uh, you put it out to the public that we sometimes make, you know, you know choices in the short run uh, that go against uh, what is consistent with our own character. Uh, but those deals never work out in the long run. They always fail. And sometimes they fail ugly or they fail miserably. Uh, and sometimes that's public and sometimes that's behind the scenes. You know, it's interesting. We've seen, how many times have we seen, I mean, it happens in politics a lot, right? You know, where, you, where somebody, they even have a long career, 15, 20, 30 years in politics. And then that's the thing, you know, they're in some corruption scandal. Well, do you think that they haven't been doing things, a lot of them that have been uh, not aligning with people's character for, you know, that suddenly they turned? I mean, listen, occasionally, sometimes people get into situations where they, um, you know, they, they have something go on and they get desperate and they make poor decisions. But 
you know, a lot of times the character issues are there. They just don't come out, right? They don't get revealed. I mean, how many people knew about this college admission scandal who didn't reveal it until the person who did ended up doing it? And by the way, from what I understand is one of those main people was somebody who was actually uh, had some other uh, criminal regulatory issues and used that as a bargaining chip. So, um, so you know, it's tougher to, uh, to hold to you, your character. It's tougher to stand up. You know, it's it's uh, if if the ball's on the line in tennis and that point's important to you, and maybe there's a lot of money on the line. Uh, you know, it's tough to say, hey, no, that that ball was in. The umpire was wrong. Give it to my opponent. My opponent challenge it. Um, you know, it's it, it's tough to argue the issues in, in in politics as opposed to calling people names, right? It's tougher to accept the fact that your kid may not get into college because maybe uh, you know they're not good enough, or or maybe you don't even trust. That, you know, want to take the risk that they may not get into that top school. But you know what? Um, I believe that character is much more important to it. So listen, when you do your deals, when you look for your business partners, when you look for your uh, joint venture partners, when you look for your strategic alliance partners, I really, really suggest doing more due diligence on, on that than you think maybe uh, needs to be done because it's such a crucial issue. And it's not only a crucial issue because the deals don't work out. It's, you know, when we live out of character, when we live where we're not in integrity, you know, on every podcast I talk about authenticity, I ask that question at the end of the podcast when I have guests on about, you know, what it means for them to live a life and, and run a business from an authentic place, right? As you know, that's a huge value of mine. Well, for me, if you're truly authentic, if you're truly connected to your inner truth, you're going to be an act out of character because I think there is a universal truth that everybody's inner truth connects to. And that universal truth comes from a place of uh, doing the right thing for yourself and for other people um, and not taking any shortcuts and not um, going against uh, what is you know, right for you. Um, so business has a big role. It's, you know, it's not the only role. Like, I, listen, I mentioned politics does, media does, all that kind of stuff. But I think that uh, it's time for us, and I, I know I'm a little on a soapbox here. I know there's a little bit of a rant. Maybe it's different than some of my other deals po podcast, but I really think it's time that there's a movement in this country and this world of people uh, requiring and standing for people acting out of a different place, right? Out of a place of character. Uh, I w wish we would go back to a time uh, like in my father-in-law's days back in grade school and middle school where they graded as much on character as on uh, grades. And so, you know, if we start doing this in our business relationships uh, and in our deals, and by the way, you know, what uh, th that example that we set for our employees and the business for our children at home, you know, we're going to end up with uh, a better world. And listen, <laughs> you're going to do better deals. You're going to build better business relationships. You're then going to be able to grow your businesses more successfully because, listen, when, when something is out of alignment, when that character flaw shows up in your business partner, strategic alliance partner, joint venture partner, and you got to either end that partnership or terminate that contract, the setback that you have on your business, the 
recovery you need to do from that, the new deal partner you need to find, and then what about the lack of trust and the hesitancy that sometimes it will cause us, right, not to go into, you know, and I'm not saying to have it do this. You know, you want, there are good people out there. there. There are a lot of good people out there, and you want to do deals with them, and you want to be business partners with them, and you want to do strategic alliances with them, and you want to work together, you know, uh, and create those synergies. But when it goes bad, sometimes we get gun shy. And, you know, the cost of that, right? The cost of, and when you're in those situations, the cost of the lack of alignment, of the guilt, of the upset, of the questioning of yourself, of the justifying, all of that energy could be going into getting new clients, Uh, you know, finding new great employees, finding better deals to do. So it's a huge distraction and it, it, you know, and it wears on you and we underestimate uh, the, the, the cost of it on our lives and our businesses. You know, in fact, it's, you know, having been there in the past, uh, it's sort of like, you know, you know, it's bad, but until you're out of it, you don't know the full extent of it. And then when you finally get out of it, you realize, wow, it was even worse. It was even more of a drain. It was even more pressure. It was even more stress and tension of being out of alignment, of not acting out of, out of character, uh, you know, for us. Um, so, uh, you know, I just want to, I, I want to encourage everybody to take this seriously. I would also really love to hear your comments. I mean, I, again, I know this is, is less of a, hey, this is how you do a deal. Uh, this is what licensing deals are about. Uh, I'd love to hear your input on this, and I would love to uh, maybe hear some other examples of where you think you know uh, that character is not showing up because I think it's all over our society. So let's let you know. Let's start by bringing it into our own lives, into our own business deals, making sure that we act with character all the time. Uh, you know, in a business deal, if you you know have underpaid somebody and they haven't realized it, you realize it. You know what? Let them know. Pay it. If there's a part of the contract that gives someone else rights and they haven't exercised those. You know what? Do what the tennis player did. Say that the ball was on the line, it was in, it wasn't out. What about the amount of goodwill that you'll build doing that? Look, listen, I talk about a story, you know, what I in my it's in my authentic negotiating book. When I do my talks on, on on authentic negotiating, I tell a story about my experience during the Great Recession and how I um you know, was my revenues were down thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month. My savings were going. Um, people weren't paying me. Clients were going out of business. Right, uh, no deals were getting done. Income wasn't coming in. And you know, I had a lot of character choices to make in those moments. I could have declared bankruptcy. I could have walked away from the debt. I could have avoided my creditors. I could have you know done a lot of things, and I didn't do any of those things. And you know what? Uh, being in communication with those creditors. Acting out of out of the way the character that I said, not uh, avoiding pay, paying back every single penny, even that which was not personally guaranteed, even that which I could have easily shut down an entity. Um, that was alignment for character with with me. What it has also caused is that I have not lost a single uh, business relationship, and in fact, so many of them were strengthened because I honored my word ultimately, and people saw me as a person of character. So be that in your business deals, be that in your life. I challenge you to do that. I challenge me to do that because listen, I don't want to say I'm a saint. I make mistakes as well. And I would uh, love to have a, a community of business people where we call each other forth in that way and, and really just have a community of people, not only in business where we call us forth in that way. And we no longer accept these uh, ways of being that have 
become, that have changed the norm from my, my father-in-law's days when character was equally important to at least in the public discourse and certainly in some other situations, having it not be so. Although I think for most of us, when we get down to it, it is still equally important. But we need to have an atmosphere and a, and a um, community and a character, you know, and, a, and a, uh, uh, everywhere we are in our business dealings, in our communities, in our lives, in our churches and synagogues and mosques, in our uh, community groups, et cetera, and we need to hold public people, public figures, whether it's uh, uh, politicians or uh, sports stars or uh, actors and actresses, whoever it is, to account uh, to act with character. So here's to doing authentic business deals with character, with people who have character, and building that muscle back up for us as a society. All right, folks. Great talking to you. Thank you, Fueling Deals listeners, for tuning in. Remember, there's only one difference between companies that grow inorganically and those that don't. And it's unrelated to size, amount of capital, or any other factor other than the owners and executives of companies that do deals make a decision to do deals, and then they take action. It's time to refuel. So until next week, Corey Kupfer signing out. Thank you again for tuning in. Be sure to leave Fueling Deals a rating and review on iTunes and Google. Check out all our episodes at FuelingDeals.com to find out more resources to accelerate your business growth. 